Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Poppy and Holman Sports Lab. I am Poppy. And I am Holman. On this podcast, we'll be discussing sports and whatever else just comes to mind. Thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate y'all being here, and we hope you're ready to have a good time with us. Let's get it. Hey, Holman. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, buddy. How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing good. We got uh, we got some five guys before recording. Yeah, that was uh, that was a good decision. You didn't make the best decision. No, so I so I have a real love hate relationship with the Cajun fries at uh, at Five Guys. <laughs> I was like, I was I was sitting over here across from my man. I just had like my tongue out, like I was a dog. I was I was going through some shit. My man was on the struggle bus. Yeah, and then and. And uh, it probably wasn't my best idea, but then Holman here gave me a lifesaver mint, and then I drank some water at the same time. So I was just like, <laughs> I was laboring there for probably a good ten minutes. I wanted to give you the trifecta, go upstairs and get the hot sauce. Oh, I'd have been down for it. Well, it's too late now. Well, I mean, I don't know. I still have some Cajun dust at the bottom of the bag. It's still sitting. It's still sitting down here. Timber would love that. Yes, he would. Yes, he would. That dude would do a lot of things for Five Guys Cajun Fries. Dude, Timber, Timber would try to convince me to shoot it up my nostrils. He might be successful in doing so. Dude, it's 2022 20, now? Yeah. Yeah, it's 2022. It's, it's New Year, New Me. I'm down, I'm down to try anything. Those are strong words. Maybe not anything. Okay. Well. I'll... Ba- I'll, I'll, I'll I'll backtrack on that before we get some uh, suggestive comments, suggestive <laughs> comments in our uh, in our inbox here. So, <laughs> anything? Let, let the record show. I'm not willing. To, I'm not willing to try anything. But it is a new year, new me, and uh, I'll try most things. I will try most things, but anything? No. Going on your first cruise, aren't you? Second. Oh, it is your second. Yeah, second one. I went on a. Good grief! When was this? Um, Single siesta cruise. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went on a I went on a cruise with uh with the fam. Um my lovely grandmother paid for good grief. I don't even know how many of us there was. Maybe like nineteen or twenty of us on the cruise together. Mm-hmm. It was back in it was back in two thousand nine, so I was real young. It was a Disney cruise. It was fun as hell. I had a great time. She's course, a gem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Graham, I love you. And I I know you I know you listen to the episodes. I love you. Um but this is this one's gonna be different because of course back in two thousand nine, um, I think I was like like twelve. He's a young bull. Yeah, I was I was twelve, and I couldn't drink then. Now I can. So uh, you got that drink package, don't you? I'm 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 paying for it next week. You about to be hungover as a motherfucker with your shades on, sitting by the pool on the on the cruise ship there, dude. You can't get hungover if you just keep drinking. You can get alcohol poisoning though. That's, I've done that before. Yeah, so they have IVs there. Yeah, screw it. I'm, dude, I'm, dude, I'm, go, I'm going with, I'm, go, I'm going with four fucking EMTs, so I'm gonna be fucking fine. Yeah, one of them can probably give you an IV. You gonna take some Pedialyte with you? Do you know? Funny enough, I stop and I get a, I get a bottle of Pedialyte and I bring it with me to work every single night. Do you actually swear? 
Jeez. It's l- like, like I did, like I did it once because I was very, very dehydrated after I got done working. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'll drink this. I'll just sip on it throughout the night. And like, by the time I like take my, take my meal break at three 30 in the fucking morning, it's the optimal time to eat. Let's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. It's a, it's a real optimal time. If, uh, you want to call it that um normally i finish it by then so from 3 30 to 7 a.m when i get off i just drink water for the rest of the time but yeah now i just do it because it's like i found a flavor that i really like and i just just going hog wild man i love that for you yeah so i'm preparing myself okay i'm stoked i can't wait well speaking of uh being dehydrated has nothing to do with being dehydrated though you were on fire with the picks last week dude Six for six, man. Dude, you went six for six. Couldn't fucking believe it. Didn't translate to the parlay you put together, but you went six for six. No, I think I went. I think I. I think I only got like two legs of the six legger that I did. I didn't. I and didn't, it was the money lines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, yeah. I didn't. I spreads. I got wrong. I think I only did one over. The first game of the of the uh, weekend. Yeah, too. first first one I got Just it wrong. Came out the fucking and come out the the gun there. Dry as hell. I mean, to be fair, Jermaine Pratt doesn't pick off that ball. I'm correct. Then again, I'm also five for six. Then again, the Bengals got a lucky touchdown. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Oh, I want to talk about it because I don't. Um, I don't get it. Like, like what was, like, like what is it? What was everybody up in arms about? Because I think at that point, I was like, I was doing something. You know what? I, I, I stepped I stepped away to, to um to fold laundry or something like that mm-hmm. when 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 that happened so I, I so I wasn't watching the game but I just saw people going nuts over it. Can you explain to me what happened with that? So Joe Burrow, they were down in the red zone, uh, or just outside of it. They were they were right there on on the twenty yard line. Right. Um, Joe Burrow was rolling out to his right. He was coming up on that sideline pretty quick, huh. and uh, he threw the ball off his right foot. The ref on or line judge whoever it is there on that on that right side of the field um blew the whistle while the ball was in the air tyler boyd caught it Uh for a touchdown so i guess the ref thought that joe burrow had stepped out of bounds and had blew his whistle Hmm. then um you could see the defensive back kind of pull up a little bit um now whether it was because he's like shit i got burnt i can't get there or because he heard the whistle. Right. I guess we'll really never know unless they ask that player. But then, of course, he could always just say he pulled up for the whistle because it's it's a little bit of a cop-out if he did, you know, give up on the play. And that's a smarter answer if you do, if you do phrase it that way. Exactly. Um, but I think it was the game was NBC. Um, who is the uh, rules analyst over there? Is it Steratore? I think it is. I believe it's Gene Steratore. Okay. Um, they brought in Sterator, um, and had a little conversation with him about what was going on. So just like, and I said this when it first happened, the whistle blew. So the ball is dead, hmm. but they decided that, that, and this is, this was a kind of like, uh, CYOA cover your own ass kind of thing. They were like, Oh, uh, he blew it after Tyler Boyd had made the catch. But when you go back and watch the replay, you can clear as day hear the whistle while the ball's still in the air. Huh. 
So like Gene Steratore said, it should have been a replay of down mm. because it was, they called it an, an erroneous whistle. Mm. I, I never looked up what the definition of erroneous is. I guess mean like accidental something like that. Yeah. That's my guess. Just from using like context clues, it was an, it was an accidental whistle. Mm-hmm. So it should have been a replay of down. Mm. It's not a, so the Bengals still have, I don't know, it was second or third down at that point, whatever it was. Um, so they still get another crack at it, but it shouldn't have been a touchdown on that play. That was the difference maker. They won by seven. Yeah. So in, in those regards, at that point, the Raiders would be coming down the field to win the game, not yeah. tie it up. At that point, Derek Carr's not throwing that ball there because they're already in field goal position. Yeah. They're already in field goal range. So, by those, by those, like, by that standard, the Bengals got away with one. Um, it, it's right up there with uh, the Rams and the Saints and the uh, no pass interference call. Mm. It, yeah. It's, it's right up there. Granted, that one, that one was to go to the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. This one was the wild card round. But, I mean, kind of gave them the game. Yeah. I- I see what you're, I see what you're saying, saying that that was the difference maker. But who's to say the Bengals don't score in the next play? You're absolutely right. Yeah, so. I mean, hey, like it, uh, they they for sure could have. Um, but the NFL did come out and say that that officiating group will not officiate another postseason game this postseason. So it's kind of like a what well, we fucked up. Yeah, like they knew they were wrong, and like I huh. said, it was a little bit of a cover your own ass kind of thing by saying, oh, we blew the whistle after he caught it, when if you watch the replay, you can clear as day, see the ball in still in the air when and hear the whistle blown. To point something out also, I'm very glad that you um, said what CYOA meant, because when you said it, I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, I'm, 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 very, I'm very happy that you elaborated what that actually, what that actually means, so thank you. I got you. You, ha- you had me just lost. <laughs> it's cover your own ass. I'm going. I'm. I'm. I'm going through some shit. I got. I got. I got a phone call from Holman that he was here at my house, and I didn't get it until six minutes later because I was asleep. You were snoozing. Yeah. So you slept um, through your alarm to go get your haircut too. I did, dude. Dude, for 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 y'all that know me, y'all know that I was. I was. I was. I was Mr. Clean there for a while. Not 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 completely because I have a beard. You're rocking a skin top. Yes, I was I was shaving I was shaving my head all the time. Now it's your boy's got some hair again. I still think Crew has more hair than I do. <laughs> he definitely does. Come on. Now he does. I mean, you're probably right. I think it's a little comb over going on. It's rad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of cool. <laughs> Makes me feel shittier about myself. Anyway, let's get, let's let's let's, let's let's lock this back in. It's another it's another episode, another therapy session. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't I don't I don't have enough I don't have enough time for a damn therapy session. <laughs> oh God! But yeah, I I I was I was shocked. Well, I don't think I was really shocked that I went six for six. Because I mean, I think Buffalo was a slam dunk, even though you went against them. I did, but then again, like I had told you earlier today, the Bills played a perfect game. Oh, dude, dude, Josh Allen played out of his 
mind. Five touchdowns, four incompletions. Like, that's insane. He thought he threw a ball away, and Dawson Knox caught it for a touchdown. Like, it wasn't just like Josh Allen was playing stupid well. The whole team was playing stupid well. It's crazy, though, because it's not even like that That pass was a difference maker, because if you take that score away, it's still 40-17. to 17. Yeah, they still win by, by a decent portion. Like, 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 crazy thing is, I did not expect them, like, I expected Buffalo to win, but I did not expect them to win by 30. Yeah, they completely... Oh, they just annihilated them. Yeah, they they took the run game out of the out of the picture there. They're like, all right, Mac, let's do it. And I'm 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 pretty sure, like you and I said, or or like I said, I just like I think that moment is too big for Mac Jones mm-hmm. yet as a rookie. Yeah, as, as as a rookie, it won't be in a few years. No, no, I, no, I, I, absolutely not. If if they if he continues to get better the way he is, and they continue to go to the playoffs, which I think they will, mm-hmm. then. Then yeah, like at some point, this is gonna be flipped. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be the one. He's gonna be the one throwing for five touchdowns in a playoff game. He's gonna be the one beating beating people by thirty. Yep. But I mean, you're playing against a guy who I believe came in second place for MVP voting last year. Uh, I think you're right. Top top five for sure. Top five for sure. I will say that da- Damian Harris uh, fucked me out of a parlay. I had the other five out of six uh, touchdown scores correct. Oh, you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was uh, C.J. Ozama, Damian Harris, um, Rob Gronkowski, um, Amari Cooper, Travis Kelsey, and Cooper Cup. Dang. Mm-hmm. I forgot all about that. Or was it? Was it Cooper Cup? Um, might have been Sony Michelle. I don't, I don't remember who it was. But they, both, I, they both scored, though, didn't they? I th- it was one of them, too. I don't know if Sony did or not. I know that I got the, the Rams and Cardinals game correct. Sony didn't score. So, I, I, whoever it was, so I you got had, it. You had to have had Cooper Cup. I, yeah, must have been. Um, whoever it was, Damian Harris fucked me. Um, don't you love it? Yeah, that's sports betting. So we both got the Bengals game correct. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just talking, you, you took the bills. I took the pats. Um, you got that one, right? I got that one wrong. Um, next game up was the Eagles and the bucks. I still can't believe you said the Eagles were going to win that game. Hey man, there was, there was always a chance. My thought was at this point they had lost Antonio Brown. They had lost Chris Godwin. Leonard Fournette wasn't there. Um, it was still kind of shaky if Levante David was going to play. Yeah, he ended up he ended up playing, mm-hmm. um, and the Eagles they had rested their starters week eighteen, so they were a little bit fresher, um, and they were playing good football at the end of the year. So I was like, you know what, they're playing good football, they're a little rested, Bucks are a little beat up, maybe they come out and do something. See your whole mindset behind it. I didn't I didn't disagree with your thinking behind it, but it's just. I was very shocked about the fact that you doubled down and said, because if, if, me- if memory serves me correctly, you said, well, I, th- I think the Eagles have a chance here. Yeah, I did. And then, and then he said, oh, well, I got Philly. And I was very surprised that you doubled down on them. I, I don't know. I, I, I just can't go against Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, it may have not been my best call, but you know what? I made it. I stand by yeah, it. It, it. It is what it is. My logic but, wasn't flawed. No. 
Now, what really irritates me about this game is that I went on the record and said the Buccaneers are going to win by 17. They won by 16. I was so pissed off. <laughs> and, and it looked like it was a very plausible outcome for right. the majority of the game. Right. And then 15 garbage time points. But see, what really irritated me, I went on a rant. Of course, I was watching, the game, watching this game by myself. And when it, when it was snowing, and I'm pretty sure my mom looked at me like I had four heads when I was doing this. But um, the Buccaneers had the ball in field goal range on fourth down. <laughs> and they didn't kick it in the fourth quarter. Yep, it would. It, it it did make a difference because I put it on the same. I put it on the same bet as whatever. I think the over for forty eight and a half. Yeah, over over for the Bengals and um, Raiders game was forty eight and a half. I said over, didn't hit. So it is what it is. But it was like um, forty six points though. Like it was like right there. Um, it was something. In, it was something in that realm. It's close. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, 26 to 19, that's 36 plus 9, 45. Yeah. All right, I was so right I was, there. I wasn't, so I, I, wasn't, I wasn't terribly far off. I don't think I was far off with any of my picks that I made. Nope, I don't think so. Huh. Oh, well, that is what it is. Um, I guess you, I guess you call my upset of the week, 49ers over the Cowboys. I don't think I've ever been so confident in an upset in my life. <laughs> That one, uh, that one stung a little bit because that—that's who I had coming out of the NFC. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also—I don't know if we knew the 49ers were in the playoffs at that point. I think we recorded that episode before the week 18. I think you're right. So that was before that. But I'll be honest with you: the 49ers were the team that nobody in the NFC in that wild card round wanted to play. Yeah, I try to be very quiet when moving the mic up. You did. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they're they're playing on fire. Their pass rush is real is really really getting after it, which is the thing that should be concerning a lot of the teams in the NFC mm-hmm. because they have a, they have a very very good defensive line. Mm-hmm. Headlined by Nick Bosa, I saw that he did get cleared. He's going to be playing this weekend. Did he clear it? Yes, yes. He uh, Nick Bosa got a. It is Nick, correct? Nick, yes. Okay. Joey's on the Chargers. Okay. Yeah. So Nick Bosa suffered a concussion. I don't know at what point in the game, but I know he did get a concussion and he had to come out of the game for it. And um, maybe, I don't know. Oh, it says it right here. How long ago was this? 10 minutes ago on ESPN. According to ESPN, he. It's breaking news. Yeah. You heard it here first. Maybe I second. S- I saw this before more than 10 minutes ago. I know that for a fact, but. The little timestamp says nine minutes on ESPN's website. All right, we're top ten on this. We're on it. <laughs> Call me Schefter. I didn't think we would be on this side of uh, sports media, but apparently we are. Woj bomb. What can I say? I have my sources. I love a good Woj bomb. So, so do I, man. <laughs> um, any other comments on that game? Oh, I have one. I forgot about this. <laughs> I don't know how you forgot. Oh, I don't know. I don't know either. So I don't know if you were gonna rip him a new ass or I was gonna rip him a new ass. Either way, I don't know. If, I don't know if ripping the new ass is really the funnier is really the funny thing to say. But I don't know at what point in the game this was recorded. But there, but it's at some point there was a gentleman shown on TV. He had a very very distraught look on his face with his arm around a woman who also had an equally distraught look on her face. <laughs> so. That goes without saying that they were Cowboys fans. Um, but the funny thing is, is that um, the person that he had his arm around 
was his side chick. Oof. Oof. (laughs) (laughs) And the funnier thing is, is that his wife saw him with the side chick. On TV. On TV. They broadcasted him. I think I I saw it off my phone here. Um, what is this? I think you know which one this is. Do I? You definitely do. It's the one we haven't used yet. Oh, yeah. This is the new sound. I don't think it really plays too well into it, but, I mean, the end of it kind of does. I'm my name is Bora. <laughs> I like you. I like sex. It's nice. That has to be this guy's mindset. Yeah. Uh, just <laughs> I didn't know when else I was going to slip that into this episode, but like we're talking about this dude cheating on his girlfriend, so I mean, we might as well, you know, Borat says, I like sex. Yeah, so, um, so, the, so, so the chick took a picture of, um, of the guy standing there <laughs> and put it on social media, and put, it, put, it on, put it on her Instagram, and she said, hi everyone, yes, this is my trash ass ex who is a serial serial cheater, and that is his side chick. So first of all, if you know he's a serial cheater, never mind. <laughs> don't want to go down that alley. <laughs> I just don't want to go down that alley. We are no longer together, and we haven't been for a while, but he continues to lie all day, every day, just like he lied about this trip when he swore it was a guy's trip. He also told me he had cut cut this girl off but he cl- but that was clearly another lie um so were they dating at this time or were they like broken up and like maybe trying to work things out or um this is breaking news wow this really is breaking news so 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 moving on mo- mo- moving on from that I'm moving, I'm moving right into something else this is very very unscripted i just got a notification on my phone so woge bomb this this is a woge bomb. Yeah, this, this is a poppy bomb. This yeah, this is this is this is a poppy bomb. We'll have to come we'll have to come up with something a little bit better. Um We will in time. After four seasons, defensive coordinator Don Martindale for, for the Baltimore Ravens is moving on. Does it have is he accepting a head coach job? It just says he's moving on. I'm 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 sure if I click on it, it's gonna say more information to come. Okay, we'll see. But see see the crazy thing is two years ago. Um, this was says after several produ- productive conversations, Don and I have agreed to move forward in separate directions. Head coach John Harbaugh said, we have had a great run on defense and I'm very proud of what we have, we, what has been accomplished and the work he has done. Don has been a major co- contributor to the, to the success of our defense since 2012, especially since he became the defensive coordinator four years ago. He has done a great job. Now it is time to pursue other opportunities. Sometimes the moments come and it's the right time. I am personally grateful for our friendship and everything he has done in Baltimore. So, and then after that, it says more information to come. Yeah. So, so, th- so this was something that I kept in the back of my mind. Two years ago, he was a finalist to get the Giants job. Mm-hmm. And they decided to go with Joe Judge, Joe Judge instead. How'd that work out? Yes. So I mean, Don Martindale and Greg Roman—they've all they like—they've been. I'm pretty sure Wink more than Don Martin or more than um more than Giro 
has been a candidate to be head coaches for the last two years. Mm-hmm. Ever since we went 14 to 2. Yep. I think he's about to get a head coaching job. I think he is as well. I don't think it's out there yet, but I think one of the openings have offered him a job. And that's what this is. Like, like wink knows, like they told like, or like he's a, he's a finals candidate for like three or four of the jobs or whatever it may be. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Harbs is like, we're going to move on, you know, like, Hey, like go take it. Proud of you. Yeah. Do great things. Just not against me. I don't know. I mean, that like, that's very disappointing. As, yeah. a Ra- as a Ravens fan. Yeah, because the defense was bad this year, but it wasn't because of a lack of coaching. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. No, no, not at all. Um, yeah, I haven't really fully wrapped my mind around this right now. I feel like if either one of the two um, coordinators, G-Row or Wink, um, was going to be leaving this season, I had a feeling it was going to be Wink. So did I. Um, whether that was because... The uppers decided to to move on from him, even though, like we just said, wasn't his fault, right? Or whether it's because he got a head coaching job. I had a feeling he was going to be the one to go. Um, I don't know. I, I just uh, I don't know if if G Row ever gets a shot at at a head coach job. <sighs> um, yeah, I don't know. Um. That's um, it's just crazy, man. I'm just I'm 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 very curious the direction that the Ravens defense is now going to go in. I mean, we have uh, we have some guys that can step up. We have Rob Ryan on the sideline as a linebackers coach. He's had experience as a defensive coordinator. But now the thing is, do we keep do we keep it in house or do we swing for the fences and trying to get try to get somebody else? We could. Yeah, and I mean, there's a lot of guys that just got fired, right? Who are defensive-minded coaches, right? I mean, I, granted, Vic Fangio is not coming over to be our defensive coordinator. Hell no! After oh he just trashed us earlier in the season, I wouldn't want him anyway. No, 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 neither would I. I yeah. would probably buy tickets close enough to the sideline just so I could say mean words to him. Can you give us a sneak peek as to what that would sound like? Uh, it would be uh something along the lines of like. Hey Vic, why should you do me a favor and go fuck yourself? Wow, okay. That was a little bit harsher than I thought it was gonna be. Why don't you just go stand in the Gatorade cooler and not get the fuck out? Wow. Why don't you tell us how you really feel there? I can't stand him. Um yeah, I mean even although this is a this is a fucking stretch. I mean Brian Flores, although he's gonna be a head coach. He's gonna get a head coaching job for yeah. sure, for sure. Um I think everybody else that got fired was because Urban Meyer damn well isn't going to do anything in the NFL again. Nope. Um, same thing with John Gurdon. Um, Matt Nagy, he was an offensive-minded coach, wasn't he? I think so. I think they, like, he was supposed to, like, help Justin Fields be a star. And Mitch, Mitch Trubisky, really? Yeah, he was um, really supposed to help him, but clearly that didn't work. Joe Judge was a special teams coach beforehand. It's just Raven. What the fuck is the cat doing? 
I don't know. Hell cats do weird things. The hell out of here. She was laying on bubble wrap earlier, dude. I told you, cats do weird things. I, well, I know that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> She's rubbing them against me. Get out of here, cat. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, Got you all thrown through a loop. Gosh. Telling me. David Culley was a wide receivers coach. Who sucked. That's a wide receivers coach. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. It'll be, it'll, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I don't know. Maybe somebody, uh, I don't know. Maybe like Dan Quinn comes over from the Cowboys or something like that. I I don't know. Why not? I think Dan Quinn will be a head coach before he moves, before he switches to another team to be a DC. I'd want to get the hell out of the dysfunctional ass team. Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah. They're so dysfunctional. Jerry Jones doesn't shut the hell up. And their fans get called on TV with their side pieces. Yeah. <laughs> side check Saturday. Or they played on Sunday. Side check Sunday. There it is. I think that's a new day. I don't have a side check. Don't want a side check. You don't need a side check. They don't need one. I could go for one. Okay. I'm just saying. We'll find you one. Maybe we can find one at the gym later tonight. There you go. Any of you single ladies out there who are listening to this, although nobody is at the present moment because we're currently recording come give him a smooch yeah come meet me at planet fitness i'm the guy with the maryland flag tattoo on my on my forearm i look mean as hell so don't fucking talk to me hey Psych. whoa you just told her to come to the gym what is she gonna just come and like stare at you like peek at you a little weird i guess i don't know okay we gotta <laughs> so, all right so so that whole that whole Don Martindale thing that really caught us off guard. Clearly, yes, we're, that, that was we're we're grasping for straws here. Yeah, that was um that really caught us off guard. So back so back to the back to the playoff games. Um, this is the one that this is this is a take that West got correct. Uh, he said Chiefs by seventeen. And they won by twenty one. Because <laughs> you were talking, you were like, I would take the Bucks by seventeen, and I was like. I would take the Chiefs by 17 here. Right. Yeah, I, like, I saw a couple bold takes. People were like, oh, man, the Steelers are going to get him. Ben Roethlisberger's going to play out of his mind. And I'm thinking to myself, they just played three weeks ago. They got torched. They got destroyed. People are like, oh, man, Juju's back. Watch out. Last time he played, last time he played Kansas City, he went for eleven catches, so and so yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, I'm sure ten of those catches were drag routes because that's about all he can run. I'm like, that's great. Good for him. Good for Juju. And for those that don't know, a drag route's about three yards past the line of scrimmage, just running, just screaming across the field. And there's nothing wrong with those because Michael Thomas on the Saints, he's made a living doing those. Yeah, you know. Some something interesting that I saw. Michael Thomas has more ten reception, hundred yard games than any other player since I think since he came into the league, and he's played seven games in the last two years combined. Wow, I'm pretty sure he's pacing second place by like ten or more. But but anyway, I like I just I like. Hell would have frozen over if the Steelers beat the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, I know there were some talks about, like, the NFL loves a good, like, goodbye story. Like, Ray Lewis's last game was a Super Bowl win. Um, yep. Peyton and, Manning. And it's great. It's great for them. But, strap in. They could, Yeah, they could not have the Steelers beat the Chiefs. God, no. And then beat 
I don't even know who they would play this. They would beat the Titans. They would have to go into the Titans and beat them. Nope. And then they'd have to beat the winner of the Bills and the Bengals. Yeah, no way. And then beat whoever comes out of the NFC. Yeah. You can't tell me that the Steelers are good enough to win all those games. There's not a shot now. Dude, the Steelers won nine games the entire season. They won more than the Ravens, so I'll give them that. They did. But um, they would have had to win four straight games. Against damn good football teams. Against teams that, this is the thing, it's not, it's like, I saw, I saw, I see a lot of people saying, like, the NFL switching to the 17 playoff format is a bad thing because now you have these teams that didn't have any business being in the playoffs, yada, yada, yada. Some teams I can make a case for, Eagles look terrible all game. Mm-hmm. Patriots kind of look like shit all game, but they were... But they were a six seed, so they would have made the playoffs regardless. Yeah, they would have made the playoffs regardless. But, this, but I mean, outside of the fumble T.J. Watt ran back, I'm pretty sure the rest of the touchdowns were garbage time. Well, there's one in the third quarter, one in the fourth, but anyway. I mean, I'd, like, I'm pretty sure could be wrong but i think travis kelsey had as many passing touchdowns as ben roethlisberger did yeah he did he had a game i saw the clip of that play from like a bird's eye view i'm so pissed because patrick Mahomes was wide open we wouldn't have hit it anyway because ben roethlisberger played like a sack of shit but our yeah. parlay almost hit it got close man we did a me wes brandon at our buddies Brandon and Reno, we did a um, same game parlay for that game. Uh, we took the Chiefs minus fifteen and a half. Yep, that was the consensus that we came up that we came up with, and then each of us picked something else. I said Patrick Mahomes was going to score a touchdown. That didn't work out. He was wide open on that though. God, he was. He would have caught it too. Mm-hmm. I think he would have trucked that defender also. That'd have been rad. That'd have been sick. And I don't like Patrick Mahomes. That'd have been cool. Though. Neither do I. Um, what did you say? Um. You said, I, you said Travis Kelsey, didn't you? Yeah, Travis Kelsey, like, over 50 yards receiving, which he that was obliterated. Cake. That was cake. Yeah, 100, 108 yards. Yeah, that was cake. Um, then we said, Brandon said Ben Roethlisberger passing yards. It was, like, 248 or 250 or something like that. We said over that, didn't we? Yeah, because he was like, oh, some garbage time. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot. Like, they're going to be down bad. Yeah, and then what was the last thing that we said? Hmm. It hit. I know that. Pringle. Byron Pringle. I think it might have been. I don't know what it was, but yeah. But anyway, yeah, we lost that, so it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, and then the Rams over the Cardinals. That game just looked like... That, that game was terrible also. There were a lot of bad games this weekend. There was. I don't think that'll be the case this coming weekend. No, absolutely not. So we can get right We can get right into picking for those. Um, so we'll start with the games for tomorrow. Uh, so we have Cincinnati and Tennessee. Um, the one versus... I don't know what the hell Cincinnati was. Um, but Tennessee has first round bye. Uh, Derrick Henry is returning to the lineup. They're the four. Are they the four? Yep. Okay. Um, Derrick Henry returns to the starting lineup for the Tennessee Titans. Um, does that make a difference? If so, how big of a difference? Who do you have? So in this game, um, my initial thought was the Cincinnati Bengals on the upset because mm. um, I think the best way to stop a running team is 
to score a lot of points. Which the Bengals can do. Which the Bengals can do. So currently, um, Titans are the favorites at minus 190 on the money line. Bengals are plus 160. This is all according to FanDuel Sportsbook. Shout out FanDuel Sportsbook. Shout out FanDuel. I don't know why I keep saying it like that. Um, And the spread is three and a half. So uh, I do like the Bengals at plus three and a half. um, But I also like the Bengals money line here. I don't think Derrick Henry makes too much of a difference coming off. He missed half the season. Now, granted, hit the first half of the season, he was having a remarkable season. I'm pretty sure he didn't drop out of the top five in rushing yards until maybe week 15. He missed like eight weeks and still had a thousand yards rushing. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Like Jonathan Taylor had a, a damn near historic season. Yeah. Derrick Henry would have had an even better season. I think Jonathan Taylor would have kept it close, though. He would have, but Derrick Henry would have broke the single-season rushing record. You think so? Yeah. He, huh. missed, he missed eight games and still had over 1,000 yards, or damn near 1,000 yards rushing. I'm about to pull up his stats, see what he was, see what he was averaging a game. Um, I'm, very, I'm very curious now at this point. He was at 900 yards rushing when he went out for the foot surgery. He was over 900. Which blows my mind. Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, what the hell are the rushing stats? I just don't want the playoffs of the regular season. Come on, Turkey. Damn it. Yeah, so I don't know if Derrick Henry makes a huge difference in this game. I I like the Bengals here. Um, I agree with you. Um, I was talking with somebody. Uh, let me see here. Good Lord. He was averaging 117 yards a game, and he yep. played eight games. Mm-hmm. God, it makes me want to throw up. He missed nine games, then. That's insane. He missed nine games. So he had he had nine thirty seven, so one seventeen. It's over an extra thousand yards. I don't know if he hits. I don't know if he hits twenty one hundred, but he's damn close. It's over a thousand yards there. Yeah, it's over. It's over a thousand for sure. Um, he might he might do it. He would have been close. Anyway, regardless, that's, that's not important. Um, but I was I was I was talking to somebody at work before we before I left today, and he said that um. He thinks Derrick Henry's going to have a lot of success. And I told him, well, he missed nine games. The whole team was just on a bye. Mm-hmm. If I'm Tennessee, I'm very nervous. Yep. So this is how I think the game goes. I think if Tennessee wins, I think they win a very, very close, competitive game. If the Bengals win, which I think they will, I think they annihilate them. So you're, you're calling for a blowout here. Yeah. Because you just said you have the Bengals winning, you think they annihilate them, so you're calling for a blowout. I, I, I think they annihilate them. Okay, like by annihilate, do you mean ten or more? Yes, fifteen or more. Like what? Give me a range here. You want me? You want me to give you a number? Just give me a number. Thirteen. Okay, so you would take the Bengals, let's say minus twelve and a half. Yeah, I think they win by thirteen. Yep. Okay, I don't know what that looks like. Let's take a peek. What are, what are the Bengals at minus 20, 12 and a half? Because they're sitting at plus three and a half right now. Yeah. So let's go to all spread here. I'll show more. Do, do, do. Plus 650. I, yeah, I'd, I'd put money on that. Okay. Might have to. I mean, I mean th- this, this is my mindset behind it. I don't think Tennessee is a very good defense. I, I, I could be wrong. I didn't watch a lot of... A lot of Titans football this year. They gang tackle. They fly to the football. Okay, that's all good and fine. Last last time last time I saw a team try to gang tackle Jamar Chase, he, I I watched him in person sprint up the field eighty yards. Well, that's not the last time. The last time they did that was in Kansas City when he caught three touchdowns. I didn't watch that game. 
I did watch that game. But but this game I'm referring to, you and I sat next to each other yes, and we, did. we watched that happen. It was pain. Oh, I would ne- never been so mad in my life. You guys gave me shit when I walked down to the concourse early, and then you guys <laughs> followed suit very shortly behind. Well, that's because they put Tyler Huntley in. I was like, okay, well, if they give up, I'm done. Yeah, that that's true also. Anyway, um, I my my main thing is, I think Derrick Henry's going to be a little rusty. I don't have faith in Ryan Tannehill. I never have. I never will. Mm-hmm. He's not the guy. This the thing, like I think he, I think he, I think he is the guy for that team because he doesn't have to be, like, like he, he has a, dude, he has a, he has a, I don't even know what the he, dude, a he defensive has defensive end running a football. He has Kerrigan from Star Trek playing <laughs> running back. I've never seen such a big man fall so gracefully either, dude. Like. If your running back is six foot three, two hundred and thirty pounds, and runs a four three forty, <laughs> you better be the number one seed in the AFC. Yeah, you better be one of the best teams in football. Mm-hmm. But since since there is going to be there's going to be a rust factor, practicing for two straight weeks that's all good and fine. Game speed's different. Game speed is so different. Granted, so is Derrick Henry, but. I think Cincinnati's going to be able to handle him. I agree. I really do. Like I, so we've seen it as Ravens fans. We're run. Te- we're a run team. The best way to stop a run team is to throw the football and score a lot of points. Yeah, and I don't. I don't think the secondary of Tennessee is going to be able to stop them. Nope. Granted, I think I think they're the only team in the NFL with three guys who have eight plus sacks. Tennessee being. Mm-hmm. So they can get after the quarterback, and nobody's been sacked more than Joe Burrow this season. So, so there is that to it. But then again, I think Cincinnati runs away with it. You're putting a lot of pressure on the defensive line there. Right. Yeah. While we were kind of talking about uh, Derrick Henry, you called him Kerrigan. Whenever I, this is completely, like, has nothing to do with the playoffs. Whenever I see Kareem Hunt run, you remember the game Fall Guys? Oh, yeah. That's that. what he reminds me of. Yeah, you're not wrong. He reminds me of one of those little like jelly beans from Fall Guys. It kills me every time I see him run. I love it. I'm gonna start playing that game again. I downloaded it. Yes. Did you really? Yeah. Thank God. We can play it. Perfect. We'll play it when I get home from the gym tonight. I love that. Love you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um. So move, moving on to the next game, we have um the number one seed in the NFC Green Bay taking on the San Francisco 49ers. I know Jimmy Garoppolo. He's expected to start. He got injured. I don't know how. Maybe he got hit in the head with a, by a bottle by a fan um, while he was leaving the Dallas game. By the way, did you see Dak Prescott got fined? Yes, I did. For for those of you that don't know why Dak Prescott got fined, after the um, after the Cowboys lost, the fans were throwing um, trash onto the field at the refs, at the players. Yeah, I I, I it, it was more targeted at the refs, but I think a player got hit. One or mm-hmm. two players got hit. I saw Demarcus. Was it Demarcus Lawrence? Like swatted at trash, thrown at him with his helmet. Yeah, so um, really ugly scene. Dak, Dak Prescott, the quarterback of the Cowboys, he went and proceeded to rip the fans for throwing trash at, at the players. But then when the media told him, oh, it was at the, it was at the um, officials, he said, oh, good for them. <laughs> Can't say that. Yeah. Like, the, the ref wasn't even in the wrong there. No. No. Just know the rules. He's got to touch the ball. Give him the fucking ball. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this because I'll I'll spend 
I like l- literally. This is the only reason why I like Stephen A. Smith because he hates the Cowboys so much. <laughs> like I can't stand the Cowboys. I can't stand Cowboys fans. I can't stand Jerry Jones. I can't stand anything about the Cowboys. Like I hope they fire Mike McCarthy and the next guy they bring in. I hope they fire him too. But anyway, that that's beside, that's beside the point. The point that I'm making is you have to have situational awareness and you have to be and you have to know what is going on inside of the game. Mm-hmm. Yes, they left the middle of the field wide open for you to run, and they rushed two because they knew if you took off and run ran the ball, you weren't getting out of bounds. Mm-hmm. You had no timeouts. Mm-hmm. Who gives a shit if you throw it out of bounds? You have three wide receivers who could potentially make and make a Pro Bowl team. Mm-hmm. And you have a great tight end. Mm-hmm. You have a great offensive line. Mm-hmm. You have Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott. Sit back and throw the damn ball. Don't run it. Don't play hero ball. You're not Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson would have scored on that shit. There, I said there was one quarterback that could run the ball up the middle there on a little QB draw with 14 seconds left. And I'm like, oh, fuck, he might score. He plays for the Baltimore Ravens. Right. Like, like, like you're no Lamar Jackson, dude. And then, and then he recanted after he got fined saying, oh, I shouldn't have said that. No shit, you shouldn't have said it. You literally just encourage people to start throwing trash at the referees. How would you like it if I threw trash at you? You piece of shit. I love I, dude, you are angered. Oh man, that that I got I got I got to comment back down here. And reel it back in. But that really bothered me. Yeah. Cuz why are you going to criticize somebody when you were the one who was in the wrong? Yeah, it was entirely his fault. It's like it's like it's like the Chase Chase Claypool thing. Yep. I did my little celebration. Fuck you. You're not bigger than the moment. Mm-mm. Whatever. Anyway. Okay. Um, Who do you got here? Packers, Niners. Uh, Green Bay. I like that. It's um, supposed to be four degrees. And like you were saying, Jimmy G has that. He had like uh, broke his finger, fractured his finger. Is that what it was? A couple weeks ago. Yeah. He's still not. Oh, uh, he's oh, still not oh right he's, okay. Him. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I, think, um, I think Green Bay's defense steps up big. I think it's a big defensive game. Okay, I, tr- I I truly do. Yeah, um, we were praising San Francisco's pass rush earlier. I don't think the Green Bay offensive line is all there. No, they're not. But it's Aaron Rodgers, and he knows where the pressure's coming from. He knows what the hot right. routes are. Exactly. He knows how to adjust the the protection. He's too smart. Yep, he's played in four degree. He's he's played in four degree weather before. Um, I think we'll get it done again. Um, of course, Green Bay is also my pick to go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So, same thing as last week. What if the 49ers fuck us both out of this? That'd be wild. Then I'm gonna start cheering for the San Francisco 49ers just so they lose. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when you're when you're playing Aaron Rodgers, it's the same thing when you're playing Tom Brady or you were playing Peyton Manning. You can't play checkers because they're playing chess. Exactly. Yeah. You, yeah. You you got to you got to be in for a long game. Now, with that said, Kyle Shanahan is a very very smart coach. Mm-hmm. I think he's um I th- I think he's one of the brighter minds in the game. He's more of an offensive kind of guy, not so much defensive. Mm-hmm. But um, I think uh, I think Green Bay takes takes care of business. Yeah, I do too. I'm with you on that one. So this means What's, the 49ers are going to win. <laughs> What's the spread on this game? Spread is minus five and a half for the Packers. Spread's five and a half. I think I would take the 49ers at plus. Five I would and too. Over, yeah, yeah. Typically, I do go with the winning team. That's who I take on spreads. Um, but. Yeah. I think I would take the 49ers plus five and a half year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm with that. Um, moving on to Sunday, speaking of Tom Brady and playing chess, um, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be hosting the Los Angeles Rams. Um, Matt Stafford and Odell Beckham got their first career playoff wins. So good for them. Good for them. 
Um, those are two players that I'm a fan of. One's one more so than the other. Yeah, big uh, fan of Matt Stafford. Yep, very big fan of Matt Stafford. No, nothing against Odell Beckham. It's just I've always liked Matt Stafford. Um, this is supposed to be the warmest game of the weekend. I believe that because they're playing in Tampa Bay. <laughs> in Tampa Bay, I mean, I, Tampa Bay should be warmer than Tennessee, Green Bay, and Kansas City. That's what you would think. Logic tells me that, not the rapper. <laughs> I, I I knew who you I, I knew where you were going with that, but I was just I was just waiting for you to reel it back in. Reel it back in. Are yeah. you happy I said that? Shout out that logic. Yeah, I've been a logic supporter since day one, so of course. It's a good artist. Great artist. Can't wait for his new album. So who do you got in this game? Um, you going against them? Brady? Are you going against the goat? Um, I'm pretty sure I said last week that I could never go against Tom Brady. With that said, I think the Rams win. I got the Rams here too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they played they played once earlier in the season. The Rams are Rams are clicking. Mm-hmm. They're playing really really good ball right now. Um, Odell Beckham looks like he's playing in New York again, which is a scary thing between Odell Beckham and Cooper Cup. That gives a lot of opportunities for Matt Stafford to throw the ball downfield. Tampa Bay still missing a lot of pieces. Mm-hmm. The Rams defense is playing really, really good. So, um, the Rams beat them once this season. Granted, that was week three, week three, week four, something like that. I forget. It was early. It was very early in the season, but I think uh, I think everything holds true. I I think the Rams take care of business. Yeah, I think the I think the Rams win here too. Um, right now the spread is at three, so Tampa Bay is minus three. Rams are plus three. Um, obviously would take the Rams at plus three because I think they win. Yep, yep, I agree. Um, I, I might even move them to, like, minus one. I would do that. A little yeah. extra payout. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely do that. Depending on what it is because their money line is at plus 130. So if they spread at, at minus one or, or something like that. Yeah, is, if, it's, if, it's, if it's anything lower than that. Um, yeah. Just take the money line. Mm-hmm. Um, little betting 101. Yeah. Even though we have no clue what we're doing. Also, I want to shout you out. What's that, dog? You, our buddy Reno, and Brandon started your own uh, page on Twitter for sports betting. Yep, honest work bets, baby. Yeah, I just want to shout that out real quick. I think that I, I think I think that's kick ass. That yep. is now the. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and declare it the official sports betting page of the Poppy and Holman Sports Lab until we can sign by Barstool. It is. Yep. At honest work bets. Yep. There you go. Um, so moving on, moving on to the last game of the weekend. Um, what I think is honestly going to be the best game. I agree. Uh, Kansas City and Buffalo. Um, I think this game a shootout written all over it. Yeah. Why the pause? Because it could be a shootout, or it could be a defensive battle, or one of these two teams is getting their shit rocked. If you had to guess who's getting their shit rocked, who is it? If I had to guess, I think the Chiefs get their shit rocked. I would agree. Because Buffalo's defense has had maybe one or two games all season where it's like, mm, yeah, maybe they're not here for it. The Chiefs defense wasn't on board for the first half of the season. Yeah. Um... But then when they got their shit together, the offense was like, well, fuck it. We're not going to do anything. Now they're both kind of playing good, but I, hey, who knows? Maybe one of them falls off again. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's just something, something about Buffalo. I just you want to take them. It's enticing. It's very, well, very, very enticing. Well, after you saw what they did against a better opponent, the evil mastermind in negative four degree weather. You saw them play a damn near perfect game. Yeah. Like I said, like I said earlier, not talking about just Josh Allen, the team in general, defense played good, special teams played good, the offense played good, Josh Allen was exceptional. After you see that, it's like, man, it's it's kind of hard to go, go against, against them. that. Yeah. Yeah, because the Chiefs, like I said, I took them at minus 17. That's insane. Yeah. They covered, too. And they covered. <laughs> I took them to win a three-score game, and they did it. A three-score game in the playoffs. In the playoffs, and they did it. Against one of the better defenses in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, that's sick. So, I have the Bills here. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with you. I mean, I again, I think this is going to be the best game of the weekend. Um, I think Sunday's games are better than Saturday's games. Oh, I agree. The Rams and Bucks could end up, that could end up being the best game. Mm. Um, the Bills and the Chiefs. So could that. Yep. I think I think Green Bay could win in the blowout. Mm-hmm. They could. Even though the San Francisco... Good heavens. I don't know what happened there. Talking like I'm drunk. Are you? No. This is uh, this is just water, not vodka. Um, Although, how cool would it be if that was vodka? It'd be even cooler if it was tequila. <sighs> Dude, I'd be no good. <laughs> You'd already face-planted into your keyboard. <laughs> Shwam. You'd have been trying to talk about something, and then I'd just go on some like tangent about like string cheese. I'm here for it. Please don't right now, though. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe another time. Remember that time I said we could talk about the NFL for an hour? We have. <laughs> We're almost 54 minutes in, dude. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I mean, granted, we got we got sidetracked due to Don Martindale. Damn it, Don. <laughs> God damn it, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> God. Um, but yeah, I mean, I Saturday's games could end up being blowouts. Uh, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm 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 disappointed because we're getting down. We're getting down toward the end of the season. This is like, I get like in my feelings. Yeah, because I can't like watch football anymore. But and of course, the hockey plays so often. I can't keep track. It's tough. But on the other side of that sword means we're coming back around to the NFL draft. Yeah. Which yeah, we I are. love. Yeah, so so NFL draft time and NFL free agency is always uh exciting. Yeah, it's great. It's like trying to leave parking lot on a, after you get out of high school on a Friday. There's like so much excitement and so much anger at the same time that you just don't it's know. Like four fender benders and Oh, uh, dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> you get the kid in the back of the parking lot just like light, <laughs> lighting up a fucking doobie. <laughs> You got all the fucking, you got all the all the mean girls just cussing each other out, and they're about to go party with each other. I can't say I experienced that. I was a bus rider. I mean, I was until I got the olds. I wasn't allowed to get my license in high school. Oh, it's tragic. Parents wouldn't let me, and I was a minor, so there wasn't much I could do about it. Yeah, it's tragic. Yeah, it hurt. Anyway, so me and uh, me and Holman here, we decided to. This is something. This is something I've never done before. Really? Yeah, I. I mean, I mean, I've I've always wanted to, but I just 
never have, but uh, we went ahead and we did our own mock draft, which is very, very exciting. Um, we only did the first 15 picks, because um, after that, things would have gotten like really, really fucky. Yeah, because we don't know the dra- the true draft order yet, um, I mean, and, the, and stuff the top, like that. The top, the top 22 is settled, maybe more. Mm-hmm. Eight teams left, 32. Top 24 is settled. Yep. Um, but we did the first 15 picks. Um, also, to keep it a little short and sweet, because we, like I said, we could talk about the NFL for an hour. We damn near have. We could spend another 45 minutes talking about the NFL draft. Yeah, so so the NFL draft's not until April, but uh, it's never too early to start doing some mock drafts, uh, especially for these teams that aren't making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kind of, and now that the college football season is over, uh, you kind of get a, you kind of have a good idea of who's gonna, if, who's going to be available. Uh, combines coming up in February, I believe. I believe combines in February. Sounds about right. Late February, late late February, early March. Mm-hmm. Free agency follows, and then then we have the draft. So uh, Holman has the. The mock draft that we that we did, um, we came up to a consensus with on his uh, on his side. So I'll let him go ahead and take over. Um, for the sake of time, we're not going to go into too much thought as to why we decided to do these different picks, just because um, it's about six thirty right now. We'll be talking about we could talk about like three picks, and it will be like seven o'clock. Yep, absolutely. So, so we're just we'll just I'll just have him run through it real quick. So the Jacksonville Jaguars have secured the number one pick. Um, with that pick, we have them taking Evan Neal. Um, with number two, Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, that's going to the Lions. Texans at three, taking Kavon Thibodeau. Jets at four, taking Derek Singletary Jr. At number five, the New York Giants taking Malik Willis. At six, the Carolina Panthers taking Charles Cross. At seven, the Giants come back around and take, and I'm going to butcher this last name. I know I am, George Carliftus. Is that the kid from Purdue? It is the edge rusher out of Purdue. Okay, yeah, I, I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name either. I knew I was going to butcher it. At number eight, the Falcons taking Kyle Hamilton. At number nine, the Broncos taking Matt Corral. Ten, the Jets coming back around, taking Tyler Linderbaum. At 11, the Washington football team, soon to be commanders, taking Devin <laughs> Lloyd. Pick 12, the Minnesota Vikings taking Ahmad Sauce Gardner. Thirteen, the Cleveland Browns taking David Ajobo. Fourteen, the Baltimore Ravens taking Akeem Aquanu. And at fifteen, the Philadelphia Eagles taking Garrett Wilson. Yeah, so again, we're not going to go into too much too much depth as to why we decided to do those picks the way we did them. Uh, we only did the first fifteen. We're going to get a little bit more adventurous with it and do the next thirty-two by the time we do. Um, I don't know how often we're going to do this. Maybe like every month or so. Yeah, we'll give it a few weeks. We'll see how things play out. Yeah. Um, so uh, if you want a little bit more insight as to why we did picks a certain way, please feel free to hit us up on our socials um, at Poppy Holman Sports Lab or SL? SL, because the at had to be shortened. Gotcha. So the at, usernames are yeah, Poppy and Holman Sports Lab. Yeah, so at Poppy and Holman SL on Instagram and Twitter. If um, we said your favorite team or if we didn't say your favorite team and you want to know who we think you had, you guys are going to take, um, hit us up. We'll let you know what, to, what we think. Um, Absolutely. I think, all, I think that's all we got for the NFL, yeah? Yeah, it is. So, <laughs> we're at an hour. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, look, there there could have been a lot of shit that went on in sports. I just, I, I haven't, I haven't been paying attention. So, um, I got into a new, new rhythm with the gym and work. So, I'm, I'm just, um, catching up on the times. Love it. Um, so we're going to take, so we've been starting with the NBA 
recently. We're going to take it. We're going to switch over to the NBA now. Um, big thing we really want to talk about Frank Vogel, the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. He's widely regarded to be on the hot seat. Could get fired any day now. Um, you agree? Think he should be? Um, I think he should be. Okay. Um, also, I think the, the brass has to give him a little bit more freedom. He's a head coach and he has to ask permission to bench players. It's kind of, it's tough to win. It's tough to win that way, man. Also, um, with all of that being said, I don't know if head coaches have as big of an impact in the NBA as I think they do in other sports. I would agree with you. Like, I mean, it's, it's, especially when you're coaching LeBron's team. Exactly. Because if, like, if like if you're losing, magnif- like it's it, like LeBron is never the reason why you lose. He like I like I've never seen like I've seen LeBron James be the reason why they lost once, and that was when they lost the Mavericks in the finals. Mm-hmm. That's the only time I've ever seen him be the the reason why they lost. Maybe when he punched that blackboard and played, but he played the rest of the NBA finals with a broken hand. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he averaged triple double also. Well, I think that was also the finals that Kyrie broke his kneecap and Kevin Love had his shoulder dislocated in the series prior. No, that was a series where J.R. Smith grabbed the offensive board after he missed the free throws. That's why he punched it. Got it. Yes. Um, so, I think he's on the hot seat. I mean, like you said, he has to ask for permission to even bench players. It's crazy. Which which, which is just erroneous. Like, the, like, you, like, you are the bench boss. You make the decisions. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to justify your reasoning with anybody if you want to do something. Yeah, like I said, I don't know that a head coach in the NBA makes too big of a difference. Um, I think, honestly, if you just kind of, like, had somebody that, like, just showed up to make sure they don't beat the hell out of each other at practice, like, right. just let them do their thing. Because basketball is such a fluid sport. Right. You know what I mean? It's kind of like soccer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's such a fluid sport. You can't you can't control every aspect of the game. It's not like It's not like football. Where they literally call a new play every play. Every time, yeah. Same thing with baseball. Yeah. I mean, I mean, ba- baseball is definitely not a fluid sport because it's, liter- it's literally, I mean, you played baseball. Mm-hmm. It's literally two guys playing pitch and catch for the majority of the game. Yeah, and but, you know, you have no clue where the ball is coming off the bat. I mean, somehow they, they have a general understanding, which is why the shift is now a thing. Right. Um. But nothing's going on, and then something happens, and it's over in five seconds. Right, right. Um, sticking somewhat of the subject of LeBron James, um, Dwayne Wade, uh, one of my favorite players that ever of, of all time, came out and said, um, on who will be remembered as the goat, the greatest of all time in basketball. Dwayne Wade went on record to say the younger generation is going to forget about Jordan like we forgot about Kareem. What do you think about that? I don't think it's true. I don't think it is either. I mean, LeBron, uh, heavens, Michael Jordan is more than just the sport of basketball. He's so cultural mm-hmm. as well. Um, I don't think he'll ever be forgotten. No. Um, especially for an account, like, like, like if he played for like some musty franchise, like, the, like the magic, I could, I could, I could see it. But um, you know, he played for played for an iconic franchise, played for the Bulls. Bulls are a very recognizable brand. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll ever be forgotten in the in the sport. That said, I mean, Kareem played for the Lakers. 
Well, with that being said, like, okay, let's uh, let's just kind of like, you know, do do the thing here. Um, we grew up at the end of Jordan's time. You know, we were. I was born in '95. You were born in '97. So we missed his prime. Like we didn't get to watch it when it happened. <laughs> right. Um. But we grew up watching LeBron. Yeah. I I haven't forgot about Kareem. I mean, I mean, you and I are different. We we know the game of basketball. We love the game of basketball. So you and I are a little bit different. Um. I don't know. I like like I I, I see where Dwayne Wade's going with it. Yeah. I I I definitely understand what he's saying. Um. I don't know. I think if anything, the younger generation leads more leans more towards Steph Curry. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with you. Like, but Steph Curry's not he's not gonna pass LeBron. He's not gonna pass Jordan. Steph Curry will never be what LeBron is. Mm-mm. Never. I don't think it, uh, of course, who knows? I mean there's there 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 could be some kid shitting in his diaper right now he's about to be the next biggest thing in basketball but uh i don't think anybody will ever be bigger than what lebron james or michael jordan is to, to the sport of basketball uh i think it's not just not in our lifetime no 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 no, no. or at least or at least not in my lifetime of being interested in the sport true Maybe which it's fading quickly mine is yeah i mean i don't disagree with you i mean i, I, I mean i'm still I still pay. I still pay attention to it, but I just can't stand them bitching for every single yeah. call. Like, no, I especially agree. when they don't get fouled. Like it's a clean player, and they're like they're turning to the ref and complaining and bitching. And I'm like, dude, just shut the fuck up. Right. Just turn around and go play again. It's fine. It's okay. It's not a big deal. Like I go out and play street ball, and I get fouled like a bastard. I don't even call a foul. I just keep it pushing. Right. Like just. Just play basketball, man. Like, 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 unless you hit, unless you hit me with like a forearm shiver, like, I'm not. Yeah, like it is what it is, man. You punch me in the face while I'm going out for a layup. Yeah, all right, I'm gonna complain for a call, but like, although did you see Gary Payton baptize that guy from Indiana, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Bitsdale or whatever his name is gets ejected because he headbutted him afterwards, dude. Like, th- like that's like that's like the ultimate like slap in the face. Like you get you get. Oh my god, he put it on his dome. Well, that's because Gary Payton afterwards was like sitting there, like scratching his head, like because yeah. he's like on your head, yeah, like a little, it's like a little gesture that. And then he, so Gary Payton, Gary Payton the second was taunting the guy that he dunked on, the guy he dunked on, headbutts him and then gets ejected. I mean, that's a win-win for Gary. Oh my gosh, that's a win-win. But Indiana got the, Indiana to get the last laugh. Win-win loss. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was really all, all that we had as far as the NBA went. Um, moving on to college football, um, Wes's man, Caleb Williams, uh, he narrowed down a short list between LSU and USC. Um, this is just something something we wanted to touch on real quick. Uh, Holman here was going back and forth saying, not really back and forth, he was very, very adamant on thinking, on saying Caleb Williams is going to transfer, he's going to transfer, he's going to transfer. I'm like, eh, I don't know, like, come on. Like, I said it from the jump. Yes, he said, he said it from the jump, but now it's looking like it's going to be true. Um, and that was before he entered the transfer portal. Yep, yep. So, um, so yeah, we just wanted to throw that in there. I, I, I hate, I hate throwing shade on, on, uh, on Oklahoma because I know it just saddens my man here. <laughs> it does, but I think he goes to USC. So do I. I heard USC is the leader. I think they are as well. He like USC is uh, this is number one choice right now because of Lincoln Riley. Well, yeah. I, 
I also saw that um, USC has also had its starting quarterback from the last three years transfer out. Yeah. Well, they just got a transfer in from running back from Stanford. Yeah, I saw that. And I heard on Colin Cowherd's podcast this morning that they are about to get another running back transfer. That doesn't shock me. I mean, he couldn't say who it was, but he said they're about to get it. Huh. Wonder who it is. No clue. I don't know what other running backs are in the transfer portal. Beats me. It's beyond me. We'll have to check after the show. Yeah. Um, something something quick I wanted to touch on. Um, college basketball. Former UConn head coach Kevin Ollie, um, for the uh, for the men's team, he uh, won an arbitration suit that he had against University of Connecticut for wrongful termination. Um, a few years ago, he was fired due to um, some bad things that were going on inside of his program. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was for. I don't think it was as bad as what Rick Pitino was doing. Um, which I don't think is well, it's all that bad to begin with. But anyway, um, so Kevin Ali won that um, won that arbitration suit, and now he is due to make eleven million dollars in the next ten days from the University of uh, Connecticut. So, Kevin Ali, sponsor us, <laughs> sponsor us, toss us a few bones there, big dog. Help us out, man. I know he is coaching. Uh, I think he's coaching G League Ignite, Ignite right now. Good for him. Yeah. So, so he's he's still in the game, still doing his thing. Um, but uh, about to be eleven million dollars richer. That's a bigger tax. That's a bigger tax bracket. That is. I'd still like to be eleven million dollars richer though. Works gonna be like six and a half after taxes, but shit, I ain't gonna complain. I'll take that. I can open that. I can open up that Planet Fitness then. <laughs> <laughs> you could. Yeah. Um. So mo- moving on to some of the, some of the laughable things that we that we saw here. Um, shout out my cousin Tyler. He um sent us something on Twitter that Wes has up on his phone right now. I keep calling you Wes. I know it's Holman. I gotta I gotta fucking focus. Yeah, dude, strap in. My bad. I, I, Fuck. I, I can't I can't let the government I can't let the government know your uh. Well, the government knows your socials. I don't know what the hell I'm trying to say. Anywho, anyway, so anyway, just, get um, just get on with it. Shout out to Tyler. Sent us uh something some sent us something insane on Twitter. Um it is a graphic of most goals since the 2005-2006 season for the NHL. For the NHL. Alex Ovechkin is leading the way at 757 goals. Sidney Crosby is second at 492. Steven Stamkos is third at 458. Eric Stahl at 430. And I don't know if I can pronounce Let this me name. Evgeny Malkin? Evgeny Malkin. That guy has 426. He was just, he was the pick after Ovechkin. And in, in, in when they got drafted. Sure. He's Russian. What the four guys after Alex Ovechkin have in common is not a single one of them has over... 1,000 hits since that time. This is just insane. Alex Ovechkin has 3,183. Dude, he's a dog. He's so different. So he has 3,183 hits. The other four combined have 3,339. God, that's rotten. They're barely above him. Dude, see... 
that's what makes Alex Ovechkin like one of my favorite professional athletes. Not only because I'm a big Capitals fan, but the dude will go down. He'll score three goals, and then he'll drive your head into the fucking plexiglass. <laughs> and he'll do it with a smile on his face. Even though he's missing three teeth. That's a guy. Dude, he's an animal. He'd probably be one of the best goalies in the league, too, if you put him in there. Dude, Al- <laughs> I'll, dude I'll, t- I'll tell you this much also. Do you follow um, Do you follow Alex Ovechkin on Instagram at all? I, I don't. So, I'll, so I, I'll be the first one to say, Alex Ovechkin is one ugly motherfucker, but his wife has a dime. Money talks. Dude, money talks. Hockey talks. Did you see, uh, I think it happened last night or the night before, there was a goalie. Um, the other team had an empty net. Goalie had the uh, puck behind his own net and uh, sent it in the air in through the neutral zone into the offensive zone. Scored. I love that. <laughs> I love it when goalies get an opportunity to, opportunity to score. Love that shit. Yeah, he just slung it right over the neutral zone. Um, something, something else that I saw that was pretty funny. Uh, so... Big Poppy, the guy who copied my nickname, David Ortiz. That was a bold statement. I don't care. It is what it is. <laughs> um, he. A few moments later. Screw you. <laughs> um, I'll be honest, I hit the wrong button. I... <laughs> you, you idiot. <laughs> I, I deserve that one. Um, he is. Uh, he's. He's. I think this is his first ballot on the Hall of Fame. I think. I think you're right. Um, my opinion, greatest design, greatest DH ever in the sport of baseball. Um, he went on record to call a reporter from the Boston Globe an asshole because he left him off his ballot. Like, how does somebody who works in the city of Boston leave off Possibly the greatest Boston Red Sox of your Hall of Fame ballot. And there were a lot of other guys who 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 very deserving of being in the Hall of Fame. And this guy, I said his name earlier. I forget what it is. Voted for a dude who I I never heard of before. He's he's up for the Hall of Fame. I'm sure he's a very very good baseball player. Voted for Jeff Kent, and only Jeff Kent. I don't really have words. Yeah, like, come on. Yeah, I don't understand how you work in the city of Boston, in the media, and you don't vote for David Ortiz. In sports media? In the, yeah. Dude, let a, like, like, put aside whether whether you think he's a good guy or not. Mm -hmm. Dude, that speech that he made after the Boston Marathon bombings, that shit still gives me chills. Just listen, li- like li- listening to how passionate he is about the city of Boston. Mm-hmm. Like that is a guy who cares. He probably cares too much about Boston. I don't think it's possible. I don't think it's possible either. But just wanted to throw that out there. Um, got two more things to touch on, and then we're gonna ra- then we're then we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, Nick Sirianni, the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, he's trying to keep his center from retiring. It's rumored that Jason Kelsey, um, is considering retirement. <laughs> Um, so Nick Sirianni took a rather strange approach to try and keep his center from retiring. 
um, he decided that the best thing to do was to send him two kegs of beer. Do we know what kind of beer it was? Do not. That's a shame. But if some if you're if you're if your head coach called you and said, Hey, don't retire. I got something coming. And he sent you two kegs of beer. Would you stay? No. <laughs> oh my god. How savage. <laughs> Absolutely not. For two kegs of beer? It cost him like two hundred dollars. But it's the gesture alone. And Jason Kelsey makes like probably like fifteen million dollars a year to play center. And he could buy fucking forty kegs of beer and it wouldn't dent his bank account. But this is the thing though. It's free beer. No like free beer is good beer. It is. Have you ever had have you ever drank a free beer that you didn't like? Mm-hmm. Blue Moon. I'll give you that. Okay. I don't like Blue Moon. Neither do I. Yeah, okay. Okay. You uh And I like an I I like IPAs and I like like citrus IPAs. I don't like Blue Moon. Yeah, you call me a pickle there. I'll um Yeah. <laughs> if Nick Sirianni sent me two ke- two cakes of Blue Moon, I'd probably retire. Yeah. I'd throw a rager just to let other people drink that. <laughs> Yeah. Huh. Although if my coach knew me well enough, he'd send me like two like fucking kegs of Jaeger bombs. Hmm. I had like ten of them on New Year's. I love it. I haven't had one in so long. I should definitely stay away from them. Although I try I'm gonna get way off topic. I mean, we're 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 short on time. No, we're done. That's it. Well, I, I, you don't want to talk about UFC? Oh, the, we did have the UFC. You kind of I don't know where you put that one in the, on the list there. You kind of I, s- I didn't. I just snuck I, it in. I didn't feel like typing it in. You little turkey. Yeah, sorry. I love that. Um. So so this is this is, this isn't something that we um that we follow very very closely. Um. We is it UFC three or UFC two? UFC three. UFC three. Me and Holman here. We played UFC three. Like when we're having like really really bad days playing other games, just like wanna our, beat the shit out of somebody. Yeah, we just want to beat someone like dead cold, just for fun. I used to like knock them like like knock them down to the mat like <laughs> repeatedly, let them get back up, and then just beat the hell out and of them again. Keep, let yeah, them get just back keep up, going again until yeah. I hit them with like a spinning back heel kick that just sends them none night forever. Yeah, just to see what kind of cool shit we can do. But anyway, uh, UFC 270 is tomorrow night. Uh, the headline headlining match is Francis Ngannou taking on Cyril Gain. Um, I know that you don't really... Uh, when I brought it up, you didn't really know a whole lot about it. Um, I think Francis Ngannou is going to take down Cyril Gain. Um, Gain is a, he's a newer fighter. Uh, he's ten and zero right now in his career. Francis Ngannou is sixteen and three. Of course, Francis Ngannou is one of the greatest heavyweight fighters that the UFC has ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's but the big rumor is is that Francis Ngannou is going to be, regardless of whatever the outcome of the fight is, he's going to be moving on um, from the UFC. His contract is up. This is supposed to be his final fight on his current deal, um, and he's not going to be returning due to the fact that UFC just isn't paying the fighters enough. Um, which is very unfortunate because the winner of the fight is supposedly supposed to be fighting John Jones. So let's just say Ganu beats 
or Ngannou wins, you think uh, the loser goes and fights John Jones or no? Um, think you give it to him anyway. Oh, the loser, you mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, if if, if Francis Ngannou wins and he keeps the belt and he leaves the UFC, the title's going to be vacated. Mm. So, I don't know who else you would put in the octagon with John Jones other than Cyril Gain, unless he just gets, like, absolutely destroyed. Sure. Um, I'm a big fan of John Jones. I always have been. Mm-hmm. His brother used to play for the Ravens. Um, so I've always I've always been a huge fan of John Jones. Um, John Jones in the UFC just makes life a little bit better. I agree. I I I'm I love Conor McGregor. I love Conor McGregor. Yeah, but I think John Jones is the greatest male UFC fighter of all time. I do love some uh, some John Jones. I was a big uh, GSP fan. Uh, GSP was a dog too. Are Chuck you- Liddell. Yeah. Oh, uh, Rampage Jackson? Motherfucker would howl after he won every fight. Yeah, I was a guy I would not want to be on his angry side. Dude, are you kidding me? I don't I want to see Mr. Angry Eyes there. <laughs> Shout out Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes Mr. Angry Eyes because that feet in his eye, eye holes. Moron. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> potato head. <laughs> oh, good grief. What a guy. Oh man, gotta love it. But that's gonna do it for us here today. Um, we're gonna wrap things up here. Appreciate y'all stopping by. This was a good episode. A lot of NFL content this week. Yeah, uh, this I mean, wasn't a whole lot going on. No, I mean, I mean, plus the NFL, NFL really grabbing our attention right now. It's prime NFL. It's playoffs, baby. Yeah, yeah, I what, love it. What a time to be alive. Shout out Drake. Shout out Future. Hmm. Sign me to sign us to OVO. We can't rap, but we'll be the official podcast OVO. I'm in. Yeah, I'm down, man. That'd I'm be, in. That'd be sick. We're gonna try and get Drake on the show one day. We can't even get Sam Cook. Dude, come on. We're starting small, okay? We are. I reached out though. I tried. I'm like, fuck it. Why not? What do we get to lose? Let's talk to Wink Martindale next. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen. Top headlines on ESPN, it, they are labeling it as us firing him. Hmm. So. I don't know what that means. Yeah, take, take it as you want it. Maybe we had to because he was under contract or something for him to go get a. Probably correct. But, I mean, even so, like, we, we would keep talking about this. I'll just, I'll just leave it here. Even if, even if he was under contract, he'd still be allowed to leave to go sign for another team. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, I don't know. We'll find out more. I just, I just work here. All right, let's get the hell out of here. Let's uh, let's let the people do what they got to do with their day. Um, 7 p.m. Well, we're going to post this tonight, and then people are probably going to listen tomorrow. That's very true. So we'll let them do what they got to do with their day. Thank you guys for stopping by. Appreciate it. Appreciate all the support. Appreciate all the love. Hit us up on social medias. Ask some questions. Whatever you got for us. We love them. Yep. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You all have a good one.